That was the sign that we have started this podcast. No Laugh Track Podcast, episode 486. Ian Bag is here with me, Justin Severson, the host of this thing each and every week at Acme Comedy Company in in Ind. Ind Minneapolis. We are this is where we are. And Ind. Ind. How are you, Ian Bag? I'm good. I'm trying to think out how many episodes of this I've done out of 486. Oh, uh, well, I know. That's 52 a year. Mm-hmm. Give or Times take. We've missed some, but yeah. So, give or take. okay, say 50 a year. 50 a year for five years? Is oh, that what it is? No. Keep going. Double that, my friend. 10 years? Yeah. yeah. I've only done it four times. It means I've only been here four times in 10 yeah. years. Lewis! Yep, this is number five. <laughs> is this number five? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. That's correct. I would say, I was. Uh, somebody asked me how often I come here yesterday, and I said about every 16 months, so that kind of works out. Mm-hmm. Last time was uh, May of 2021, sir. In the thick of the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the pandemic, yeah. Yeah. Were we still, we were still wearing masks at that time? I right? listened back, and it, we, it was it, it, the day that we recorded, there was some sort of announcement about... You know, restrictions being pulled back. So it was. A, it was one of those moments where things were. The numbers were up. different, right? The yes. numbers were different. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was planning on getting my second vaccination at the time. I think I had an appointment the next day. Check this out. So I went to an. I went to a new doctor. My my nude doctor or new? A uh, new. I wish you was nude, but okay. Uh, I was. You're checking my throat. I better take my pants off. <laughs> um, um, went to a new doctor. Um. Went for my first thing and then did my physical with her. And in my physical, she goes, oh, you've had all your vaccines. I don't want you to get another vaccine for a while. And I was like, all right. But she, then she said something. Here's something that the the mainstream media won't tell you. And I'm like, oh, you can't be my doctor. As soon as I say that, here's the ma- what the mainstream. I'm just like, you could just tell me what you think and, and let me. But as soon as you go for the, the mainstream media, I'm oh like, my god! Yeah, so I just, I just like she goes. Uh, so I want you to get your blood checked for this thing. I'm like, okay, I'll get it checked. I'm just like, oh for fuck's sakes. So, but I just, I just like now I got to find another doctor. And there's nothing oh harder. There's nothing worse than having to find another doctor and another accountant. Yeah. Because I fired one of my accountants. Probably, okay. Probably about six years ago, and then my wife said you have to go meet a bunch of accountants. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to meet accountants. So I had to meet all these accountants. And one guy made me laugh. So I hired him, right? That's yeah. how. And the, the accountant before that, I hired him because he had the worst handshake I'd ever felt. And I was like, <laughs> so I, I, I hired him. <laughs> so so we're in the, so my, I, my, uh, at tax time, we have to go to the tax meeting. And we walk into the office. And I suddenly notice in the, bil- in the offices, I'm like, there's a lot of spaceship photos all over the walls okay and i didn't notice this when he made me laugh when i went in for the first meeting so we go into the office and i happen to look over to his bookcase and it's all l ron hubbard books <gasps> right so i'm just like ha huh. no yeah i'm like i gotta meet another accountant great no right fucking way. so uh so <laughs> So I, I'm trying to get my wife's attention, and because she's talking to him, and she like looks at me, and I go, I, I point at the books, and she sees him, she, and she looks, and goes, oh, there's a lot of L. Ron Hubbard books, and, and, he, and he goes, L. Ron Hubbard was a great man that didn't like paying taxes, and I said, you're still hired, because <laughs> I hate paying taxes as well, so we'll, we'll continue on. He ended up being my accountant for five years, and I, I got rid of him during the pandemic, because I just like I can't afford this guy, so I had to find a different person. I ended up enjoying them, so I stick with stuck with them. But 
there's nothing worse than having to find someone <laughs> that you have to pay money for something you don't want to pay money to that you just hate. It's just the worst. And going to the doctor, I was like, oh, because you never know who to trust. And then for them to say the mainstream, the mainstream media. So now all I'm like, well, are any of my tests good? Like, I don't know. And I don't know if you have... I don't know if you have on this on the app. Do you have the app for your doctor? Yeah. Do they send you the results for your tests before they the doctor gives them to you? Yes. Right, which is a good, right? That, that means you're okay if you get the results first. But yes. here's the deal. You have those results, and you have no idea what those results say. So you're just looking at them. You're like, oh, I don't know if that's a good cholesterol or oh, bad no. cholesterol, right? No. So, right? So you're just like, what the hell? It's in yellow. I don't know if yellow is good. And it turns out yellow is good. So it's just, I'm like, maybe make it easier. Just say good. Just yeah. put that on uh, it. I, we're going to have everything color-coded, uh, and we just learn those. That would help. I don't know why I'm so angry. Maybe have I, oh. you, living in uh, in California, have you ever been approached by a Scientologist to kind of get involved in this? I used to, they have so much property out there, it's insane. Yeah. That's that's why I'm just like, and I, this is not separation of church and state, man, because we pay a lot of taxes on our property, and they have the best property. All these churches have the best property, and they pay no taxes yeah. on it. It's yeah. insane. And there we lost some listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we should have gained some. Like, like it's it's in, like this. This should be, you know the amount of money that comes through here. Lewis shouldn't have to pay property taxes. That's the way it should be. Like you're doing. How many taxes does he pay on things? Right. Right. And I'm not trying to like we don't need to pay taxes. I'm just like there's certain things. That shouldn't be tripled, quadrupled, you know? You're just like, how many times do you have to pay taxes on something? Did you happen to watch any of the Golden Globes earlier this No, week? I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you... <laughs> and that's all from downstairs at the old Acme Comedy Go. Well, the uh, I did watch some of it. <laughs> well, uh, your wife is in for a surprise at some point during her relationship. You know what's even funnier about that is she was telling somebody yesterday about that being on TV. She's like, yeah, Justin put the Golden Globes on. Oh, my God. He was watching it, and I overheard. Jeez, like, okay. Justin put on his best ball gown, came <laughs> in for the awards. What am I wearing? Well, I'm glad you asked. Walks through the kitchen, <laughs> pretends, pretends it's time. It's the red carpet through the kitchen. <laughs> the uh, the host is a comedian, uh, Carmichael, Gerard Carmichael. Gerard, Gerard yeah. And uh, he, he made a joke about uh, Scientology. He, he had a line about, um, I found all these awards that are for Tom Cruise. He, does, he didn't come to get them. How about we trade these for the information of where Shelly Miscavige is? Oh, man, people flip out. The crowd did not go along. Because they're 90% Scientology. I mean, what was, I mean, it does say something, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. It, uh, uh, Either that, they are their friends or they, you know, or they don't want to burn that bridge. You know, what it, you know what Scientology, and you know what most religion is, and uh, this is taking a weird turn, but it's when you're looking for something and you get a bunch of other things like fame and money, but you're still empty. You start, okay, what else is there? And if if you're missing something at the beginning, you're not gonna find it when you get those just those the gold the like the the golden cows or whatever they call them. You know, yeah. Um, you gotta you just gotta be a good person. You gotta you gotta enjoy life and you gotta know that we're here and you gotta treat people well and. There's some things. It's not everything's out to get you. Right. You know what I mean? And it does. It just. You just. You gotta. You gotta respect your fellow human being. And 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 you're gonna. 
there's evil out there and they're gonna you're gonna go through evil but it doesn't mean you need an angel to come save you it means you you need you need to have people around you that are good people and surround yourself with people that are you know that that treat people the same way you treat somebody that's why the hell's angels are so much fun because they treat people the way they treat people you know what i mean like there are just a bunch of people that are From exactly the heard, same. you're right they ride motorbikes they they, <laughs> they do other things and i'm not going to say what they do but they all <laughs> like to enjoy doing those things that's, that's right. why they have a good time that's the kind of you just got you got to do your own hell's angels group to be around have you ever been uh, recruited into hell, hell's angels <laughs> yeah well <laughs> funny story no <laughs> No, I've never been recruited. <laughs> I was doing. This has got nothing to do. with What do you look like in a vest? This oh, I look fantastic. Leather vest. I was doing a show in Vancouver, and uh, and I had some people show up from where I grew up, and they came to see the show. And one of the bouncers was in the police department and came out and said, "Whose guests are those?" And I said, "They're mine." He goes, "Those are bad people. Those are the people." <laughs> That do bad things for bad people. Those people are bad. Well, and I'm like, really? Well, they're here to see me, and uh, we'll, we'll take care afterwards. So it's a Saturday, Saturday early show or Saturday late show. Yeah. And afterwards, they come out, and oh, I had such a good time. Why don't you come out with us? And I'm like, those are bad people. I have to turn my head. They do bad things for bad people, right? And I go, well, actually, I got to get paid, and I got some things to do, and I won't get out here in time. And the one guy that looked the baddest of the bad said, "Don't worry about that. I'll triple you. I'll triple what they paid you, and I'll put you on a private jet tomorrow back home." And I'm just like, "What?" I'm like, uh, and all I could think was, "I'm not getting on that private jet without a half a half a pound of heroin in my ass. I can guarantee you that. There's no <laughs> way they're just gonna. I mean, they're just gonna ram it in there and tell me to take it home, right? You're getting it's, stuffed uh, with something. Yeah, I'm getting something. This is not. You know, ass, gas, or grass. Nobody rides for free. That's what I'm thinking, right? So I'm like, oh, I can't. I come up with all these excuses, <laughs> and they and they leave you. Oh, you wouldn't. You would have been dead. <laughs> you would have. That would been your last party. Holy yeah. so, shit. Yeah. Yeah, so that I've, the one of the lessons has to be learned there is always have a uh, handful of, of excuses. Oh, you just yeah, I'm, I'm, right? a, I'm a bullshitter. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was not a problem. Uh, it, was, it was it was so interesting. And the weird wow. part was the guy followed me on Facebook, and that's how I, I was like weird that he's on Facebook. And then I looked at his Facebook, and it's all swastikas and stuff. Oh I'm no! Like, oh yeah! Oh no! Oh yeah! <laughs> I had like I can't follow this guy and definitely not get him tickets for a show again. Mutual friends, Ian Bag. Yeah, what the fuck, exactly. Ian? Exactly. <laughs> it was weird as shit. That was uh, probably 2005 or something like that. So wow. Yeah. I'm hoping Facebook has uh, cleaned that out of there. No, I doubt, they it. I doubt it. Let's talk. About I, got, I put up. I put up a, a post yesterday, and and some lady said Ian's a fatty. That was the response, and I was like, yeah. And I thought it was a man. His her name was Jerry, spelt like a man. Jerry, G E R R Y. Oh yeah. And I was like, I'm like man. I'm like weirdly. And I looked at it. I looked at his her profile. And I was like, well, thanks for taking time out about yelling about Biden to judge another man's body. <laughs> you know, and I was like, come out of the closet. You'll be much happier. <laughs> and it turned out she was a he. Oh, he was a she. Jer. Oh, Jer. Come on, Jer. Oh, Jerry, you came and you saved me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have to compliment you on last night's show. Funny, as always. Ian, every time uh, you are at Acme, I, my wife and I make a point to see you. I come to tons of shows, but she's you have like, to, we you have, have to come see Ian. Oh, really? Yeah, That's she nice. She loves you. Loves you. Because her husband watches the Golden Globes, and she needs somebody to take over after him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, now I now this might not Whatever, have, Jerry. This might this might have been a jab at me. We were leaving last night and she goes, "If I laughed that hard every day, I would have good abs." Oh man. So she's saying that like I should make her laugh more or just that you're so funny. Just like just put on a laugh track and uh, uh, put on a laugh track and see, "What are you doing? Trying to get rid of your jiggly jig?" <laughs> Trying to get you some hardcore abs here, baby. But seriously, I was looking over and... Uh, Where were you guys sitting? We were, uh, let's see, what do we call this? If we're looking all from the stage to the left there, maybe halfway back? Just by the like second pillar. In the dark. Yes, in the you dark. You were in the dark, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, not yeah. visible. In the dark. You know what's funny is the uh, little couple over here that was uh, the lady that uh, complained about uh, Minnesota food. Yes. They, I thought, were going to be much taller. <laughs> And then they turned about to be tiny people. She was little. And he was mad at her because she brought up his mom. And he goes, somebody wanted to fuck my mom. And I'm like, you did not listen to this show, man. That was not what was going on. So interesting because so I, we were, obviously, we were very close to them. And uh -huh. there was a point where you were, like, having the back and forth with him. And I, he was mouthing something quietly. And he looked really pissed off. Oh, he was a, he was a grumpy little yeah, ass. He looked really and pissed off. He owns he owns a weed dispensary. So I don't know how he could be, like, grumpy like that. Bro. Yeah. No. He had a little bit. He had a little little ego. I could see him wandering around. That's why I actually went back to it. I was just like, I'm gonna make this this guy hurt. I'm gonna make him hurt emotionally. That's how I do it. I make people laugh or cry. And sometimes you gotta make them cry to just let them know that you make people laugh. Oh, uh, I just I like like I said, like always. You you know your shows are never the same either. That's what's just so fantastic. One of the things that came up last night, I need to correct. Somebody said something about Minnesota sushi. Oh, that's a girl up here, yeah. Up front. And she said it was pickles. Hour 40 from here. Pick, she said it was pickles, cream cheese, and corned beef. Yeah. What is it? Ham. Oh. even Well, I guess you can do different styles, just like sushi. Yeah. I, I think the original is ham. I Googled it. Brandon wasn't even here last night. He left by then. He, say, he, he hates heard my show. About this. He's saying ham. I, I Googled it, and uh, one of the other, it's, it's called Minnesota Sushi, mm -hmm. uh, Pickle Roll-Up, of course, or Lutheran Sushi, named oh. after, uh, you know, the religion. Is it Lutefish? Is that a Minnesota thing, too? Lutefisk. Lutefisk. What yeah. is that? It is... All I know is Bobby Hill ate a bunch of it on... on uh... <laughs> what kind of fish is it? It's, uh, they, they, like, bury it in lye basically like it's it's soaked in lye that's not good for you is it? which sounds like poison yeah, right isn't it? yeah that's how you get rid of a body exactly yeah i must eat everything else i don't know it, it turns the fish gelatinous oh my god oh how's god. that for a description of, of food that's 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 norway yeah i i do have norwegian blood uh, i have tried it from a family member who's made it they brought it around christmas in like a little tupperware thing We're like oh just try a little yeah it smells awful it doesn't taste good yeah um iceland yeah, they do that with shark i, I think is don't that recommend yeah anyways no. i just seen it on king of the hill and i and, and <laughs> the, the lady that made it had moved there from minnesota so i just like brought it up <laughs> just brought it up but uh fun fun crowd uh, uh, row two, they were dressed up, and they remember they were like, "Thanks for dressing up." They teased me about not dressing up because I just gotten off the plane. Well, row two, they were a couple. It was his birthday, and they're ballroom dancing instructors. Instructors, 
Weird. Yeah. How random. Random. So they were here from dancing, straight from dancing. No, they were. There oh. was his birthday, and uh, she. They said, "Let's get dressed up," and he's like, "Where are we going?" And she's, like, "I'm not gonna tell you." And then you go, and then they came here to the comedy club, and apparently he's a fan of mine, so that was no nice. Kidding. Yeah. Is dancing a thing that you like to do? No. The last time you went dancing. Ballroom dancing. You know, all I could think was, and I don't know if this is, I'm just getting older, so I'm a little bit fucking squishy squish in the fucking mar- and then, and the heart. Uh, my wife would fucking love to go ball, like take classes for ballroom dancing. And all I could think was, I should sign up for, for, for ballroom dancing and take them with her. But who knows? Who knows? I'm two left feet, so... Dude. I'll step on her sh- I'll step on her toes a bunch of times. She's like, we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> you do that one more time and we're done. And yeah. we're done. And we're done. <laughs> I don't even know why we're here. So funny. I uh, listened to a couple episodes of uh, Enjoying Orange Slices, some of the newer ones. You like recently. it? Of course. Okay, just I mean, checking. I'm a hockey fan, so of course I like it. It's been good. I love doing it. Had yeah. I started it the last time yes. I was here? Okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's grown quite a bit, actually. Uh, so we weren't doing interviews for a long time. Yes, yeah, so you were only doing a half an hour. Now the shows are about an hour or so, right? <laughs> the shows are long now. Yeah. The show is because of the interview. We, we just did a two-parter. With a guy, Jeff Sharples is the guy I grew up with. He played in the NHL. Uh, he actually grew up next door, door to a guy named Wade Flaherty. They both played in the NHL, which is crazy that they both went to the NHL. And then the bum down the street became a comedian. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we did ended up doing a two-parter. I saw that. And, and the, the funny part about it is... So Wade left pretty young, and and they because where I grew up, you had to move a, at least twelve hours to go play junior hockey. If you're oh, going wow. to play junior, so it wasn't it wasn't like uh, in, like uh, around America or in Canada where hockey plays uh, in the south where there's cities where you can play around and be close to your family. It was moving away from your family. Wow, okay. And I was not good with that. I was like, I can't leave my mom. I'm only 15, you know what I mean? So <laughs> so um, um, I just thought Wade had gone and it was smooth sailing. He went to the, to the NHL, and he just takes us through his career, and it is all over the place, and it's the most impressive thing because he's just so even-keeled. And I, I would, I just, I would, I would love to take him and let him just talk to. But he's coaching the NHL now. But I would love to just have him talk to young guys in comedy, in in different things because life is such a twisty, turny yeah. thing. And if you if you believe every t- turn, you're gonna pendulum from side to side. And it's just, I, I wish I'd talk to him years before because right. I've been at the lows and I've been at the highs, and I wish I just stayed a little bit in the middle. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah. I uh, the one the one that I, one of them that I listened to that I thought was really interesting because the name that I recognized was uh, well as I'm, I have to read it because I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ron Darling because he's the baseball player and I'm a yeah, Scott Darling Scott Darling yeah the uh, former goalie from the Chicago Blackhawks doing comedy now and doing comedy so yeah. I was gonna bring his when I saw that a former goalie was doing comedy I saw uh-huh. that I don't know six months ago and uh-huh. I thought when Ian C- Bag comes back. I'm gonna bring this up to him. You're like, it's happening. I got it. I got a note. Yeah, yeah, and then you know him, and then I find out that he's been opening for you. Yeah, so he started doing it about a year ago. I don't even think a year ago. As, as his career ended, he's like, well, what do I do now? So he actually became. Uh, he does a little bit of TV for the Blackhawks, and he started doing stand-up. And I got introduced by a friend. And I said, well, if you ever want to come out and, you know, MC for me, we'll figure something out. You know, like MC can bomb his ass off. Sure. So, so he's like, yeah, I want to come out this weekend. And I'm like, well, I think I have somebody already. Turns out the guy I have cancels. So I'm like, well, if you want to come out this weekend, I'll be in Houston, Texas. He's like, yeah, 
I'm still getting paid a couple million dollars a year, so I'll, I can fly myself someplace. So, so he flies himself to Houston, does the first show. I'm like, how long have you been doing comedy? Oh, about three weeks. You know, so he ended up emceeing for me, but he, like, he's got it. He's got something, you know, going on, and we all need a little bit of a hand. So he just comes out and emcees for me every so often places. That's so cool. So you're, he's can he can afford to not make money doing comedy? He can afford <laughs> to pay for his own hotel room. Not make money, get fifty dollars per show, and uh, <laughs> and and have a bar bill. So yeah, yeah it's all good. Amazing. No. The other yeah. one I want to bring up, uh, and I did not listen to this one. I'm going to, uh, but the name means a lot to me because I'll never forget seeing the footage. Clint Malarchuk. Clint Malarchuk. Yeah. Holy crap! Just a great talk too. Yeah. Yeah. So people yeah. don't know that name. He was a goalie. So Clint was a goalie who played for Buffalo, who won at a billion. Got a skate to the neck, got him in the jugular, and almost bled to death on the ice. On television. On live television. And the reason he was saved was the uh, trainer at the time. And this is going back to when there was one trainer, not like three or four and a doctor and like like a whole staff. It was it was pretty bare bones back then. Had was a was a medic in Vietnam, right? So he knew where to put the pressure on the bleed because oh he had dealt with it in Vietnam. What are the odds? Yes. And the other thing was his where he was at that time, uh, the rink opened up on one side. And they just happened to be in the end where it happened. They were right next to the door. So they were able to get him into the dressing room right, right quick. Yeah. Amazing. And he's gone through some things that you wouldn't believe. He t- he's He tried killing himself uh he, he just dealt he's just dealt with like uh trauma since that you know oh my god yeah and i remember being at a uh it was like a hockey expo where they're selling all this you know these new products and stuff mm-hmm. like here's the latest and greatest or whatever and i had never seen that video so you know this is whatever 30 25 30 years ago yeah. or whatever and they were it was a stand that was selling these new the next neck protectors and their selling point was, don't let this happen to you. And, and then I, they just had that video on a loop. Ugh, all these kids are walking by. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it was, what was that protector? It was just like a white piece of material that went around? Yep. It, looked yeah. like a, it looked like a, you know, like a, like a turtleneck. It looked like a tampon. I remember we yeah. used to have goalies wear them. Uh-huh. Like, not a tampon, like a, a maxi pad go around a guy's neck. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. we had goalies that wore them. Oh, then. my God. But the blood, when it happens, I mean, it's just. Yeah. Just spurting out. Yeah. Ugh, Weird part is the. But the football player from Buffalo, I'm just like Buffalo's got some tough, tough things happen to their oh, the, yeah, their sporting say, yeah, guys. Buffalo. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good, good. And that was another trainer saving them. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. You know, think what do they do? Do they eat hot dogs? No, trainers save lives. Is what they, do. <laughs> they are. Uh, they clearly uh, every tra- every professional trainer right now is going to get a raise within the next As year. They should. Don't, don't you think? Yeah. I, I think so. Um. I was. I wanna, remember last year when you were here, or well, not last year, last time you were here. The show I went to, there was a wedding proposal. Do you remember that? That's funny. Yeah. I remember the lady snapping and running on stage. Yeah. Oh, that was a few times ago. Was that a few times yes. ago? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I also remember uh, my favorite. I was telling them last somebody last night. It was the. Uh, they said everybody just has fun. I go. So sometimes they don't. Uh, I said there was a Christmas party here, and there was a lady sitting two rows back, and. She does not having fun and said some things to me. And I said, well, if you don't like it, you can leave. She goes, I'll leave. And I'm going, okay. So she stood up and 200 other people stood up with her and got out of the place. Because <laughs> they, they were there and she was the boss's wife. Oh, no, 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 right? no, no. 
So and they were from U.S. Bank, and it, it turned into a clusterfuck from there because they went to pay their bill and leave, and their fucking credit card was declined. So they were motherfucking this whole place, and uh, no. and and this was when remember when the economy went in the tank and banks were in real big trouble. Mm-hmm. That was during that. And while that was all going on, I'm just like, why are you guys having a Christmas party? <laughs> like, I'm just like, you guys fucking are the last people to share. And they're just there. And, like, and a couple of the people stayed, right? A couple of people that stayed, and they're loving it because their boss was being taken down. And then there was one guy sitting here. He didn't get any jokes at all. And I said, so, uh, this is where I came up with a joke. I was like, uh, uh, I don't care. I'm, I'm in on TV. I've been on TV. I'm better than you people, right? <laughs> As a joke, this guy believes it. You're not better than us. You're not better than no. us. Oh, <laughs> uh, I laughed. Oh, I laughed. And Be lo- more specific. What are your credits? Yeah. <laughs> Chad said, I've walked people from here. And I said, I'll take it away. <laughs> I'll take it higher than That's that. That's right. I need, your, uh, I need your opinion on something. We are, uh, we're getting close to the end of the time here. But right, I, right. Want, I want to ask you uh, your opinion on this. It's my, it's my latest connection to your home country of Canada. Okay. Uh, it's beer, beer. The simple beer, the basic sipping beer that I now drink and buy. You know, I don't know, once a week, maybe mm-hmm. once every two weeks. Sounds like somebody's got an alcohol problem. Once, once, once. That's in the why they're in front of the TV watching the Golden Globes because they're all liquored up and can't oh, remote. Once remote in the afternoon and once in the morning, I go oh. to the store. No, Labatt uh, Blue. Labatt Blue. Yeah. Your thoughts? That is my new favorite sipping beer. It is a good beer. Yeah. Okay. All those Canadian beers are good. Those those ones. There's a new one coming out from the guys that have uh, Spit and Chicklets, the the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's Big Deal Brew, and it's from Labatt. So oh. get, try to get. It's not available everywhere, but when you see it, grab it. It's got a good. It's got a. It's gonna. If, if it's from Labatt's, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's not too heavy and it's not too light, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. right in the middle kind of beer. Yeah. There's yeah. a store near my house, and I was on a streak of where I was uh, not really sticking with anything. It was just kind of like, all right, what's on sale? What's on sale? And that was on sale. Does it go on sale a lot? And now I've stuck with it. Well, it was for in November. It was. What's it go for? I don't. I just. Oh, what was it? Fifteen something a case. Maybe. And the case is twelve or twenty four. That's that's amazing. Yeah. I guarantee in Canada it's double that price for twelve. I think it was fifteen something. Yeah, I'm almost positive. I bet you it's about twenty for twelve. Jeepers. Yeah. Jeepers. I don't know if I've ever asked you this before. Were you? I'm a Scorpio. Well, that explains it all. Were you a Don Rickles fan? Um, I was, but I was more of a Jonathan Winters fan. And if you watch my comedy and then watch a Jonathan Winters thing, it's kind of. So what I do is take and make stories up i don't i don't it's not about slamming the people it's about it's right. about taking their little nugget and turning into this outrageous story and that's what jonathan winters did yeah oh really yeah something would be said and he'd run with it he'd run run and run and his mind was fantastic yeah yeah he's very funny i mean and I, I i the the reason uh rickles is just it was so fast yeah it was so fast the only reason I even thought of that is because I just, it was like, uh, you know, TikTok or something this week. And I saw. TikTok. And it was one of these things where, like, boy, things you couldn't say anymore. And then it was, you know, a five minute, you know, segment of Don Rickle stand up. I'm tired of people being offended for other people. Yeah. Like, nobody's ever offended about, oh, you can't believe you said that about me. The people that actually have that, like, 
they're, they're, they're said to are the ones that laugh, and then it's somebody, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. The, the, the way I got my style, well, it should kind of help. It, it, I had my style, but it took it to another level, was I used to do these shows at uh, Sloan Kettering in New York, which is a big cancer, uh, cancer ward, uh, cancer hospital. And we used to do shows, and there would be like, I don't know, 20, 25 people there. But they'd all be on morphine drips. Like there, there were being studies done on them. There were like there was just a there was just a chance for them to escape. Yeah. And if you didn't, like, if you talked about other things, like that, and and pretended they weren't involved, they just hit their morphine drip, and like you couldn't avoid what was going. The the elephant in the room had to be talked about, and you had to make it funny. Yeah. And the, my thing is, I, I want to make people laugh. You know, I want to let you escape. And, and if that, that's, that's going to offend you, then just leave. Don't yell at me about it because um, there's no hate coming from me. There's no hate at all. So, right. it, yeah. And, and, and we all know the difference between comedy and hate. And right now in this world, people aren't distinguishing the two. It's all com- like if, if we don't like it, it's hate. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't not be able to talk about something. You should be able to include it. I love like people always bring up like if there's a guy in a wheelchair, I'll call him Wheels, you know, whatever. I'll just I'll just talk to him, you know, like. And most people ignore him, and they always come up to me after. People ignore me, or they, or they try to make me feel bad about myself. You like you're you know you don't you don't do that. You yeah. you, you try to have fun with me and, and think I ha- and think that I'm a human inside this wheelchair. I'm not just a wheelchair. One of so. one of my favorite things along those lines last night was there was a guy sitting in front and you were describing that his his thick hair and he thought he had a hat oh, on. I the lights were hitting it and it looked it looked this as this Asian kid right and he had a little bit of a bowl cut but it was so thick this hair right but it looked like he was wearing a beret. So when I when I because he was sit, I said you two have hats on because the one guy had a hat on the other guy had a hat yeah. on and then and, and there were there were work guys and there was two white guys and two Asian guys right and I said oh, you two are wearing hats and and then I realized you're not wearing a hat right <laughs> it's just you just have the best hair ever the thickest hair ever it was so thick and then for the rest of the night you called him chapeau chapeau that's it <laughs> and as he left I said good to meet you chapeau. I told his buddies, you guys got to get him a T-shirt that says Chapeau. Oh my God, that just <laughs> Chapeau is so funny. Chapeau. Uh, one more thing I want to ask you about before we wrap this up. Is, uh, people uh, are flipping out back there. I I get the feeling that you get uh, something that happened last. Yes, night, I get, get gas from onions. You, <laughs> you get some indigestion. Uh, that you get a little bit of extra joy out of uh, when. You're talking to someone in the crowd. Let's say you're talking. Well, I'll just use the example that happened last night. Uh, you're talking to a girl, and then you reference uh, what's going on in between her legs. Maybe uh, well, lack there of a lot. Uh, maybe the Arctic cat that's growing in between her the legs. Arctic cat, yeah. And then, w- and then you're like, "Why are you acting weird?" And then you find out that her mom, like a sibling or a parent, is sitting next to them. You must get I... extra joy of when you start talking to someone, and then that awkwardness is because they're with a family member. I don't know if I get joy out of it. I always just get. I'm like. Huh? You brought your you, like there, there's just families at my show, I'm, and I'm not like crazy offside, but I'm offside, yeah, right. And I'm just like interesting. 
your your family enjoys Ian Bag, the whole family. I'm just like, what? That's not, you know. I just I think like a couple. I think a bunch of friends. I don't think family. So when there's a family or family members or somebody that I would have an awkward time talking to think uh, like things about, like my mom or my dad bringing up Bush or Bulls or whatever, you know. <laughs> even though I, I I say those things around my parents now, but at you know. So the girl was she was probably in her twenties. Yeah. I think she said she was twenty eight actually. Okay. And yeah. then mom mom was older. But interesting though, mom had two older kids and then had her. Did you remember that? Yes. I'm like, oh, mom. D- didn't want to. Mom took a decade to, off and then had another child. Didn't want to address that right away. Mom had lunch ladies. She was a lunch lady. She had, I was teasing her about your lunch ladies. Lunch lady land. Oh, so good. So good. I liked. I like having her. She was. I said she was at January 6th, and she had her fucking scoops there, her metal scoops there, and she was clinging them together. Nancy, come out <laughs> to play like the Warriors. <laughs> Woo. Oh, good times. You guys got to see my show if you haven't. It's fantastic. I, mean, I, I am great. And here's the other thing. All this stuff we're describing, you're not going to see it again because no, it, was, never uh, see it, again. It, was, it was based on the people in the audience. But you know, uh, it'll be the same or better. I'm, I started working with a social media guy. January 1 and today is January 10 sure that's more than that 11 yeah. 12 is it the 12th today yeah and <laughs> it's been insane like we've posted four videos no five videos so yeah it's a Monday Wednesday and Friday and I've, I've never had the amount of views that I've had and we've only posted old stuff like yeah. old clips from old, so I'm just like oh this is fun this is fun getting people to see what I and I'm just like, oh, I can, I can keep putting stuff up because it just, it just, it's just one-offs. It's so much one-offs that, yes. that, that I do. So. Oh, you're about to get, you're about to pack clubs. The more people see your stuff on. I hope so. I think so. I hope so. I think so. It's working really for other people to get that stuff out there, and you've been doing it before everybody, uh, not everybody else, but you were doing the stuff people are putting out on social media. You were already doing that. I do it with laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's something to be said for that as well. Uh, I, 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 I'm really excited about it. It's been, it's been, and the people that are, so here's, I'll I'll tell this story. So uh, I'm at the store, the comedy store on uh, Wednesday night and I'm waiting to go on and I just happen to check my phone and I, and I I have a, um, a, uh, not a TikTok, a uh, cameo. Somebody orders a cameo a couple weeks ago and I'm like, oh, I got to get this done. So I get it done in the parking lot. And afterwards I just kind of check my Instagram and the guitar player from Smashing Pumpkins followed me. And I was just like, what? <laughs> you see, and I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God, the guitar players. And I, and I followed him back. I'm like, oh, is that too soon? Did I follow him back too soon? <laughs> I, was, I was freaking out. I shouldn't have followed him that soon. I was just giving it away. Why, if I'm that big of a fan, why wasn't I following him before? I was just like, <laughs> you know, I was just like I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Send him a message. You liked me first. Yeah, I was just like, I didn't mean to follow you back right away, but I'm such a big fan. But I'm not really. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> Hilarious! So, Love it. Yeah, I, I, I please, please go out and look at the Instagram, and and it's, and it's funny. I said to the guy that I hired, I said, "What about what about Twitter?" And he goes, "I don't know about that shit show. I can't figure it out." I'm like, "Oh, thank God! Yeah, I thank God I don't have to do Twitter. I, I can just keep telling people to fuck off." Yep, on I'm over. I'm over Twitter too. Yeah. All right, thank you. Brandon has to go do some stuff, so we're gonna. Brandon wrap this up. was a man that had no time for my <laughs> stories. Brandon didn't care about me. <laughs> we're just trying to sell tickets, you motherfucker.
We love Brandon. We love him, but we hate him at the we same time. We love Ian, too. So, uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. See let's, you in 16 uh, months. Lewis, write it down. Let's do it in 16 months or I'm sooner. In. Thank you. Thanks, bud.